Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are live. And this has worked. Welcome to FPL Winners. I'm Jane Batici. I am joined by last year's winner, Ali Yahangarov. Ali, we had a little bit of a tech fail, but I think second time, second bite of the cherry, this has worked. How are you, mate? Good game week? I'm guessing not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, followed by the tech issue, and it's not. I'm not having a good weekend. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll get better from now. So, Mate, there is nothing more stressful for me than hosting a live stream on YouTube. Like, from all of life's stresses, I rank hosting a live stream on YouTube, especially one with someone else, right up there. So thank you so much for taking on the responsibility of doing it every week. And I'm so sorry it's been such a tough ride to date. But hopefully, guys, you can see us, you can hear us, and you're about to enjoy the next 40 minutes where we are talking about the FPL winners. And there's been some. Very few of us are on Green Arrows. Um, I'm on a red. Ali's on a red. Let us know in the chat if you are on a green. Um, But look. We're going to show you our teams later in the show. We're going to talk through some of the key fixtures. And, of course, we're going to talk about some of the XG overperformers and underperformers. Uh, Haaland, right at the top of that list. If you captain Haaland, you've been really unlucky. If you went against Haaland like me, you got away with one. You got away with one. But before we do any of that, just a shout out to the Fantasy Football Scout members area. There's still a discount on um, the pre-season offer. But still stands, as far as I'm aware. Um, all the numbers you see from tonight's show are from the scout members area do go check it out there's uh obviously links all over the place uh descriptions and websites to go check and of course on scout social uh but for now Addy, shall we kick off with some of those underperformers on xg because i saw this in the scout members area uh earlier on and um harland top of the top of the charts we got away with one did you 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 wouldn't have cap you would have captained some this game week like me right did you no, I haven't even got some. I rolled my free transfer. No way. Yeah, and I um, I stuck to my guns and uh, Captain Sucker once again. So uh, basically the same points uh, as Haaland. So there's nothing. I went against it because I felt like uh, West Ham should have been a, a tough fixture for City. But looking at those chances that City created, it's not. it wasn't the case at all because... I've seen the highlights. I haven't watched the game, but 
they there were just tons of moments for Haaland to score, and I think I dodged a bullet there. Uh, a few in the chat asking for our ranks. They're not on screen yet, but I think that's because when David maybe made the screens, it was like yesterday. So we will show our ranks at the end of the show. We'll show our teams at the end of the show. Guys, I don't even know my rank. I've just sent a screen grab to Ali. I think it started with a two, though. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I do roughly know the rank. It was definitely two million plus. Um, but I don't take note. Um, I do not take note mid-game week. And I still... Okay, the game is pretty much all, all 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 done, but I'm still hoping something Turner can do might just turn that two into a one. Um, but yeah, don't stress too much about rank earlier in the season. Earlier in the season, guys, I promise you, like you just need one good green, and that will happen, and you had a huge huge gain. So yeah, Ali, let's kick off with this table, shall we? Um, did you have you watched the Man City highlights? Did you see how many big chances Haaland has? It's not like him. He was off his game. Yeah, my nerve system wouldn't take it if I watched, had I watched it live because the moments he, you know, he had and he the chances he missed, uh, it was just unbelievable because uh, he he could have scored three or four uh, on his day because the amount of chances they created was just crazy because uh, I I'm glad I didn't watch it because uh, <laughs> it, it it would have been a horrible watch for me. But uh, even watching highlights were just uh, not a good watch for me. So yeah. um, I'm 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 just gutted the some of the uh, 50-50 choices in previous game weeks when picking you know Man City assets. Uh, Foden hasn't come out, come good yet. Uh, but Haaland was just still getting all the chances towards him. One of those Haaland big chances, maybe two of them were from Foden assists. Like one of the really high ones was from a Foden assist. Um, so maybe maybe we feel a little bit hard done by us Foden owners. But Alvarez definitely feels like that second attacking pick, doesn't he? Like Alvarez, again, not in this table because, again, like he would be one that overperformed. But a really good week for Man City and a really good week for those that went Alvarez. If you've got a City spot available and you're on someone like Jackson, is that now you're thinking, do you think, to make that switch? I think so, yes, because um, Jackson, you know, Chelsea overall hasn't impressed at all in the last few game weeks. And uh, especially Jackson, I think it's just, uh, you know, um, a game against we we should start considering uh, a game against Bournemouth as a not so easy fixture yeah, because that, that, uh, watching them play they're doing okay. I mean their their new coach is doing absolutely fine. I think um we can't be really underestimating their attacking potential as well as defensive output because they have been absolutely. I'll write this uh, game against Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Back to this table. Just seen. I updated this just before we came on so I could get like today's fixtures in. And Colwell, mid-table. I had Levi Colwell, Ali. I don't know if you saw the chance. No. So he actually, he actually had a goal disallowed for offside, which wouldn't be logged because it was offside. So as well as scoring a goal, which was marginally offside, the right call, by the way, and it was silly, he didn't need to be off. Um, he also had a big chance. So yeah, Colwell owners like myself can feel a little bit unlucky, but Watkins and Cash, two Aston Villa players again. Watkins has been dodging points all season. 
Um, I think he did get an assist, didn't he? But did he hit the woodwork too? And Cash, again, super advanced. Like, we saw when Aston Villa attacking, they're really using their wing-backs well, and it's all the width in the team. So we've seen Luca Dean on the left, Cash on the right. And actually, in attack, watch out for this, because I noticed Kamara, who's like one of their two DMs, Douglas Louise and Kamara playing DM. Kamara sort of sits in the back three to allow Cash on. So you actually get a back three of Konza, Pau Torres and Kamara, and then you get the flying wing-backs. So for those like me that were saying, oh, maybe Cash is going to be vulnerable in a few weeks because they'll just need one wing-back in the team and that'll be down the left-hand side when Moreno's back fit and maybe Konza will be right back. I actually think Cash, the way he's playing, he's played himself into this team and he's scoring goals, he's shooting, he's still got the assist threat. Cash... Aston Villa defence in general, we know is good. Ali, they won you FPL last year at times that you say in your book about the, the choice of, of Mings being such a good differential for you. This is a team that will keep clean sheets, but the wing-backs will get attacking returns too, right? Watching watching Aston Villa, I think their potential for points from everywhere. Even Paul Torres had his, uh, you know, uh, Diaby... Um, was it Diaby that scored and uh, the goal was disallowed? Yeah, yeah, it was Diaby, yeah. And that was, was marginally offside. That Was was that early on? Was That would have been the first goal. Yeah, I think that would have been the first goal and the yeah. assist for that would have been for Paul Torres. Would and it? the yeah. first touch of Diaby and then, uh, you know, the way he just puts it in the net, it, it just proves that uh, Aston Villa has quality all around the pitch. I mean, um, even Luca Dean... Uh, with a, was an assist for Durant's goal. It's uh, it's hard to predict where the points will be coming uh, because they uh, Villa, you know, don't have a talismanic player at the moment, and uh, yeah. everybody's pretty much doing well. And even Bailey scored off the bench as well. Uh, it's it's hard to predict. Uh, and uh, if you go, if you fancy a player, a midfielder from uh, Aston Villa, I think I would. Definitely go for Diaby because uh, he's, he's just quality and he's still young and uh, the potential is there. Yeah, if I was on a wild card, I would be looking at... When I do wild card, I'll be looking at Aston Villa. When I'm on a wild card, I don't quite know. But even with Chelsea Brighton up in the next two, I still think just the way they're playing, I'd be looking at double Villa. I'd probably go Diaby and a, and, and a wing back. And then after Chelsea Brighton, it's Wolves, West Ham, Luton, Forest, Fulham. Good run. Good run. Between game week 8 and 12, we like that very much. Um, so Villa, definitely a team to count for. This is the XG achievers. So these these guys have been the biggest underachievers of the game week so far individually. Just shout out, Eze still putting up good numbers. Solanke, not too bad. Ansu Fati is going to be a player that big chances will fall his way if and when he starts, starts games. Um, obviously, this was him coming off the bench at Old Trafford. But let's talk about some of the fixtures. Uh, this week, Ali, and the, the the if you're watching match of the day, the biggest game week or the biggest sort of let's focus on this is often the first game in the running order. And it's a little bit like us on a Sunday night. We're only picking out five, six of the games. We're not going to talk about all 10. But again, top of the running order for us has to be Man United Brighton because of FPL interest, but also just Brighton were so good. And I think it proves they're pretty fixture proof. Like there'll be a team that scores goals against anyone. Um, and United, while we're still heavily invested, there's a lot still with Triple United. There's a lot with Bruno, Rashford, and Anana. I've only got I've only got one United. I've got Anana, and I think I'm probably okay with that. But 
Rashford caught the eye and Rashford owners probably a little bit unlucky. Other than Rashford, very little FPL interest. I mean, Hoyland's going to be sharp, isn't he? I think I was considering um, Hoyland just before this game week. Uh, he looks like a player that would suit their system. And uh, with him, Rashford would definitely play on the left wing. And uh, this improves basically two positions for Man United. Yeah. I'm not sure what uh, effect it will have for Bruno's out. Um, you know, uh, output because uh, I, I had a weird sense that uh, Manchester United will struggle against uh, Brighton because, uh, you know, it, it's hard when you... Uh, it, they've done that exact the same uh, to us at the Emirates last season and uh, it's hard to cope with them when they're good on a day. And having Manchester United assets... Uh, if you look at the fixture ticker, uh, some of the fixtures are shown like in green, and you see a sea of green. But uh, yeah. a game against Crystal Palace, a game against Brentford, they're not green fixtures at all. And uh, it's uh, it's hard to tell whether it's a good run of fixtures for United assets and whether you should consider doubling up or tripling up. At the moment, I have only one asset, which is Rashford. And uh, I'm not really thinking of getting rid. Uh, yeah. he's, he's doing well. He's had his chances. And the chances he has, always, like, he creates them for, for himself. It's not like he gets yeah. in the end of things. He, he does, uh, you know, tricky stuff. And uh, he creates those chances for himself. I, um, I don't have Rashford, Ali. I sold, I sold Rashford for Son. And look, it could have been Saka. It could have been Foden. Foden and Rashford produced the same. Saka obviously outperformed Rashford. So it, it felt like if we look at points, it was the right decision. You keep Saka, you sell Rashford. But looking at performances and now going into game weeks uh, where we six, having seen the games this weekend, I'd prefer to have Rashford than Saka. So again, it might be a move that I, I actually move Saka onto Rashford if I want him back. Um, Saka is someone I'd have on a wildcard in game week eight, nine, if I wildcard around then. He does have Man City in game week eight, and that might be a week people sell him for a week or two, knowing they're wildcarding and dead ending. But right up next, he's got Spurs. I think that game could have goals. Uh, and then it is Bournemouth away, but we've seen that's not an easy game. We've seen Chelsea go to Bournemouth today and struggle. Um, so yeah, I, I look at Rashford and think he looks he looks back on it because again he, I don't think he started the season too well, but obviously he was playing number nine. So one to keep an eye on. In terms of Brighton, just got to mention I tweeted this this morning. Five games, in three of them, Deserby has substituted off three of his attacking four players. So Deserby plays a four-two-three-one, right? The three and the one. So your left wing and your right wing, your number ten and your number nine. Three of the four come off in three of the five games and the one person to stay on in all three of them, Matoma. Matoma is the guy for minutes. So don't worry too much about European football. Don't worry too much about early subs. When you're looking at a 90-minute man, sure, at times he will come off or will miss a game. But if you're looking for someone just for minutes at Brighton, because it is a risk, is it Jao Pedro? Is it Ferguson? Is it Welbeck? Well, it's only two, if not one of them. Lalana played number 10 at the weekend then Matoma's the safe bet. Um, and I'm, I'm fairly happy with him moving forward, Ali. Have you, have you got a Brighton attacker? You've got a Stupinan. But... Uh, I have only a Stupinan. And to be honest, I'm not sure where will uh, Fatih will be playing, whose spot yeah. will he be taking. And uh, he's really... Fully March isn't safe either, is he? 
yeah, uh, it's it's hard with uh, Brighton, but Mitoma is still up there, and uh, uh, I, I've said before, Bournemouth isn't an easy fixture, but when Brighton plays at home, even away, yeah. we, we've seen what they can do, and when Brighton plays at home, they can just outplay every other team, and and they can easily score three or four goals, and that's exactly yeah. what we want for our FPL teams, players that are involved in those. Uh, highly uh, high ceiling teams that are scoring a lot more goals because we have higher chance of our players to be involved. You know. Yeah, I I think Brighton play on Thursday now, and we're going to have to get used to this. Brighton playing on Thursdays in in in, in Europe, but it will be interesting to see their selection because I'm curious to know how much does Zerbi rotates his teams from midweek to weekend. He is a manager that doesn't like his players playing a ton of minutes. He's not a Ten Hag that will go same 11, pretty much the same 11 in Europe and at the weekend. He's a certain manager that goes, I've got a big squad and I'm going to use it. That is completely proven by his selection at Old Trafford. Estupinan didn't play, not because he's injured, because he went, you're in the red zone. You've played 180 minutes uh, in South Central America. It's a long flight back, short recovery time, lack of training time on with uh, Brighton and therefore he's just gone I'll put Lamptey in Adringa started that there'll always be surprises in that Deserby team but I'm hoping most of the time it's Matoma's safe but I would be wary on some of those other attacking players it's just it's just unfortunate because uh Brighton has so many good options uh for example Evan Ferguson is just an amazing FPL option but he's just uh he's an injury prone player first of all and yeah. uh, Welbeck has done well when, when he played. Uh, Joao Pedro scored an amazing goal against United. So it's just an unfortunate, uh, unfortunate because uh, you can't really pick one Brighton player and have him long term unless it's Mitoma. But uh, with Mitoma as well, there are, the points in Brighton team is well spread around. Pascal Gross is just is, is such a... Good move, uh, you know, doing a dummy and then scoring, right? Uh, it's it, it, it's just an unfortunate that you can't really triple up on uh, Brighton team at the moment. Yeah, and, and Mavash in the ch- chat says, Gross is the safest. And yeah, it's a fair point. But when we're talking about the attacking four positions, Pascal Gross is, is rarely occupying one of those spots. He can play number 10, he can play wide, but he's often playing on the team sheet at least in one of the two central mid positions or at right back. Um, so, yeah, he's the safest, but we're talking about front four here. Uh, but Gross is still a good FPL asset, and I think the goal at the weekend shows that. Um, guys, we're going to move on to Liverpool. I mean, the first half, Wolves should have been 2-3-0 up. And Ali, I see that this is one of those games where you go in at half-time or you're watching as a fan and you see the half-time result. But having watched the first half, you've seen Wolves miss a ton of chances but be 1-0 up. And you've seen this a lot in the past with teams like Man City and Man United and Arsenal. And you go, Wolves are going to lose this. They didn't take their chances. And it's going to be a different Liverpool or whoever second half. And it was, it was the old cliche, game of two halves and Liverpool, completely different. Salah, two assists, a couple of bonus points. Um, Those that held him till now, well played. Everyone that will wildcard in the next few weeks will probably move to him. Again, 
we know now, Ali, it's risky to commit to the other forwards. I know Darwin had a knock and I know he was in South America, but it was Jota and Hakpo that started, not Diaz and Darwin, like many would have expected. Salah's still got it, right? We're, absolutely. We've talked about it before. Uh, Liverpool has, uh, they have too many attacking options to play the same 11 week in, week out, because you can't really be benching Hakpo or Darwin Nunes every game week, because it's yeah. it's hard. They have too much quality in a team. And uh, uh, one of my friends, uh, he had Diaz in a team, and uh, he had a feeling that he will be rotated, but... Uh, again, you never know with Klopp because they have too much, uh, too many good players in in their side. And the difference between uh, world class teams like uh, top top six teams or Wolves, no disrespect, but uh, they show quality from time to time, but they cannot keep it up for ninety minutes. And that's the yeah. that's the reason why there there were so many goals scored, especially this game week. There were so many goals scored in extra uh, in the added time. Um, in uh, I think Spurs game uh, had a late uh, yeah, you know, comeback. Uh, it's it's uh, even in uh, Aston Villa game as well, as well as Liverpool game. Every uh, most of the goals were scored in the you know later stages of the game, which is just a proof that uh, you know physically these teams are used to playing you know uh, high energy. Uh, type of game uh, for, for full 90 minutes and they can keep up the pressure, keep up just, uh, you know, crossing the balls in the uh, opposition box and just pressure and pressure and pressure. And that's why teams like Wolves are struggling with uh, when playing against good teams. They have to take their chances earlier. And I think I, yeah. I, I, I like uh, the way they played. I like Pedro Neto playing on the left. Oh. He's, he's uh, yeah, he was all sorts of trouble for Liverpool defence. We've known for so long, like, if this guy can keep fit, he's such a good player, but also a good FPL asset. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel I feel for Wolves, I feel for Neto, because again, the Cunha chance he missed at the back post, which again was laid on a plate to him by Neto. If that's 2-0, it's, it's a very different second half, possibly. But um, yeah, Unfortunately, Wolves feel like a non-event in terms of FPL, but maybe we saw enough signs there to look at them for good, good fixture runs. Oh, Neto, at least. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We've spoken a bit about Man City already, um, but I feel like we have to just touch on captaincy, Ali, because sure, the most, the most, most managers captain Haaland, but quite a few, like you, like me, went against Haaland this week and we got away with it. Does it make you, after seeing that and Haaland and all his chances, in what was a fairly tough fixture on paper, going to the London Stadium is not easy. It's not the hardest fixture, but it's certainly not an easy one. Do you see that and go maybe I do need to be a little bit more safe with captain. There's a reason why we all go Haaland because he can just go and hit that 15, 20 pointer, which he should have done this weekend. As I said, I've dodged a, I've hmm. dodged a you know, massive bullet this game week because you could have, on the other day, you, you could have scored three or four and uh, you're just sitting there with, uh, with a rank of six million and it's not a good feeling, I know, but uh, sometimes you have to take risks and sometimes they pay off. But this time it was just lucky. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna remember this for the for the next week, which will probably be in a fortnight when I'm like, oh, should I go against Haaland? No, probably not. The good news is, guys, for for those that like playing the riskier game, like me and Ali, uh, Haaland does have uh, an obvious fixture uh, this weekend where you'll go, oh, he's got Nottingham Forest at home. Yeah, let's captain him, and that's that's a nicer place <clears> for managers <throat> like me and Ali sometimes to be in. Uh, in game week seven, I think Man City play Wolves away. Again, Spurs play Liverpool, so you might not want to go Son or Salah in that one. Arsenal go to Bournemouth. Uh, game week eight, however, City-Arsenal. In fact, City go to Arsenal. Spurs go to Luton. So I, th- I do think game week eight, again, managers like you and I will be going against Haaland. Um, but let's move on away from Man City. There's still some other games we've got to get to. We're also going to show our teams all in the next 15 minutes. Guys, if you fancy hitting that like button, that'd be amazing. Um, and obviously, if you're not already subscribed, you're all subscribed though, right? Um, then hit that button. But, Addy, let's talk a little bit about your team, Arsenal. One of those performances, again, that old cliche, you hear it all the time, but grinding out a good 1-0 win at a place you've struggled in the past, because, again, you've not got a good record at, at Goodison of Arsenal. It's the sort of form and the sort of result you look back at the end of the season and go, that's why we won the league or that's why we got top four. Like This Arsenal team needs results like that and they've shown a lot of maturity to grind it out and really good goal from, from your boy Trossard. I know you don't own him, but you were big on him pre-season. Yeah, I uh, I predicted a good season for for him, and I've been saying all along that he brings goals to the team. Once he plays, yeah. he always brings goals, and uh, I'm happy to see him score. But uh, I haven't watched the first half, and Martinelli apparently went off injured, and he scored a, uh, a goal that was uh, disallowed by VAR. Yeah, uh, and I got the notifications that Martinelli scored. <laughs> and then I got the second one and I figured that okay it's VAR so no points and uh, <clears throat> for Arsenal I think it's uh, I expected a lot more from uh, uh, in terms of attacking potential because you know against other teams uh, Everton is just you know they've been really leaky at the back and 
Uh, I expected two or three goals um, on a day, but uh, well, as an Arsenal fan, I'll take a one-one-nil win. But uh, as an FPL manager, who captain Saka actually, I think I'll take I'll take six points because uh, you know Haaland scored the same. Uh, with I just expected a lot more goals. I'll take a clean sheet because I have only three players uh, who returned, which is <laughs> Holland, Saka, and Saliba in my team. You'll see my team, and I'm doing absolutely, uh, you know, I can't say not anything. Yeah, not the best week, and I can't say anything good about my team at the moment. I'm doing really bad. I mean, yeah, at one point, I think before the goal, Saliba was on for two bonus. So I was, I was pretty happy Arsenal scored just to get Saliba down the bonus because I think Saliba owners. And there's many of you watching, you've had enough points this season from him with your jammy game week one and two. Um, So, yeah, I mean, look, Arsenal were steady and good. I wonder if Jesus comes in next game. We can Ketia didn't offer much. I wouldn't, I would be surprised if Jesus isn't starting next, next time round. But also do monitor Raya in goal. Raya, if he gets solid minutes in the Premier League, bonus point magnet. Ali, he made one save today. This is what he did at Brentford a lot. Low saves and still got bonus points. He got two bonus points and one save. That is remarkable. Well done, Raya. It's his pass completion. It's his claims. It's all about. That's how Ramsdale was uh, when he, you know, just, uh, you know, arrived at Arsenal because he used to play. Uh, his distribution was really good, but we haven't seen him uh, a lot with the ball uh, <clears throat> this season. I'm not sure what the goalkeeping situation at Arsenal will be going to Champions League uh, games. But uh, let's not forget that uh, some of the teams will have uh, games in the, in a midweek. Newcastle is playing in the Champions League. Arsenal as well as Manchester United. And um, uh, with the team going forward, I think it will be fun to watch Champions League football. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Uh, I, I can't talk about it, but let's just move quickly to Chelsea. What, what's your take on Jackson and Chilwell? I mean, Chilwell had a knock. Pretty sure Chilwell starts game week six. Don't need jerk him out, guys. But yeah, Jackson, what, what, would, you, what, what would you do if you owned? Uh, I do own Jackson and I'm currently... Uh, I do have two free transfers coming into next game week. And Jackson is one of the players that I'm considering <clears throat> selling. And... Uh, it's it's just disappointing for me at the moment because uh, I was choosing between him and Alvarez, and Alvarez scored a lot of points comparing to uh, uh, Jackson. So he's a sell for me, and I I don't think there is uh, we've seen enough of uh, his potential. He'll probably will be scoring goals, but uh, the game the fixture run is a good fixture run is almost over for Chelsea and. I don't think there there are enough you know alternatives to go for. That's why uh, I'll most definitely be selling Jackson. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I might be. I'm still not sure what I'm going to do with Jackson. He does. Ask, he has got Aston Villa next up, but then it's Fulham and Bournemouth. The fixtures are still there, but the points clearly aren't. He's also picked up four yellow cards. He's one game short of a suspension already. Yeah. Um, just looking at forwards in the price band, obviously Alvarez. I've got three City. Alvarez isn't someone I can get to in one move. Um, Darwin came off the bench for Liverpool and actually 
they needed him off the bench. Like they started looking better when Darwin came on second half. So I wonder if Darwin versus West Ham is a potential option for those that might want to move. Uh, Liverpool's fixtures are all right. Obviously, there'll be those already looking at Morris for the double game week in game week seven. He's got Wolves in game week six. Um, look, you might see who Brighton who plays for Brighton on Thursday night. And if, for example, Ferguson doesn't start, you might go, oh, or Welbeck doesn't start. You might want a one-week or short-term punt on Brighton for Bournemouth. There's there's a few options. There's a few options for that second forward spot outside of Alvarez if you're blocked. If you can get to Alvarez, though, clearly that's the move. Um for many anyway. Um, not that I'm telling you guys where you should be looking. Um, we've spoken about Aston Villa. Let's show our teams. We've got a couple of minutes left of the stream. I want to show Ali's team. My team will show our ranks. Uh, Ali, who are you going to bring up first? Okay, it's me at the moment on the screen. It's my team. And yeah. I'm on 34 points at the moment with only Turner left to play. And uh, it's just been a bad game week. It's probably a good game week to have a bad game week. But I've seen so many scores uh, on Twitter, just 54 over 60. And I'm like, who do you guys have? Like, who who brings those points? Because um, I, I all of my midfield is looking great on the paper. And um, for some reason, it was just a, a bad game week. So um, Wildcarders did well, though, didn't they, Ali? Because if you're on wildcard, you probably went Salah. You probably went at least one Newcastle defender. And you probably went Alvarez. So already they're like three players covered with what's that? That that's like thirty points there alone, just off just off those three players. And I think the wildcard template all would have gone there. Yeah, they it it, it paid off uh, because <clears throat> most of the other teams, uh, other template players did really, uh, you know, average and uh, you know, kudos to him. Kudos to wildcarders because it's, it was the right time. But I'm still uh, being a little bit patient with my wild card and not planning it, using it in the next couple of game weeks. Yeah, I've asked the chat to let us know their points. I've seen uh, Urara with 18, uh, Valentino with 53, Sokan's 58. Guys, make sure you're telling us your, your bad scores as well as your good. I don't want to see all the 53s and 58s. I want some 20s in there. Um Saliba's on seven, is he? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the meaning of... Okay, I'm, I'm just reading random chats now. Um, right. Uh, Ali, give us your plans then. Like, um, what are you planning on doing? And have you got your team on screen? I can't see it, Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on screen at the moment. Um, can you see it? Hang on. Yes, I can. Question. Sorry, my YouTube would pause. I was still on the XG... Uh, okay. table okay so yeah what what's your loose plans for game week six um i'll i'll wait and see uh what the injury uh for martinelli is because uh it's a home fixture against spurs and there will be goals i believe uh yeah. but if he's injured of course he's an out for me and jackson is the main one that i'm uh thinking to sell yeah united has a they have a good fixture against burnley away um, and they'll be playing yeah. home, I think, in two games in consecutively. So um, I'm, I might be bringing Hoyland because uh, yeah, yeah, he's he has good fixtures. But Morris, I wanna, I wanna, you know, I test him for one more game week and bef before even considering him to bring for a double game week. So uh, two possible out uh, outgoing players will be 
most likely Martinelli and uh, Nicholas Jackson. Yeah, okay. I hear that. Um, and guys, yeah, Saliba's on seven because Ali's screen grabbed it just before the bonus points changed. So just probably before the end of the Arsenal game. So Ali, you've got one point fewer than what we can see. Uh, okay. Not that it, it matters. Uh, so I wonder if you're on 33 or maybe you've got a point elsewhere and you are on 34. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter, guys. Come on. The chat were like, why is Saliba on seven? Um I'm glad to see loads of you around the 30-point mark, uh, making me and Ali feel better. Thank you for that, team. Um, so, yeah, there we go. That's a fair fair plan there, Ali. I think the Hoyland uh, transferring could be nice. Like He looked sharp. The fans were angry that he came off uh, with, what, 20 to go. Again, we'll be watching him in Europe. And this week, guys, we have got so much football, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Make sure you're holding those transfers. Like Now more than ever is the time to be waiting and be patient. We'll obviously know more about flagged players as well. Um, your plans with Foden, Ali? You're, you're planning on keeping him for a while, or? Um, I'm ahead of two home fixtures. I think I'll be planning to keep him because he was some, on yeah. some of the um, uh, set pieces as well, and yeah. uh, I, I just can't really, uh, you know, sell a Manchester City player ahead of two mm-hmm. home fixtures. So it's it's your team yeah. on the screen, by the way, at the moment. Oh, we also it? have Foden. I'm on a lag, yes. I've got, uh, Foden has Forest and Wolves up in the next two. Forest at home. And that is the important thing for, I'm with Ali. I like Foden in home fixtures. I really like. But then City do play Arsenal, Brighton, Man United. Tough three fixtures. Um, And that will be when many look to to offload the likes of Foden. And that might be what puts off some that are later to the Alvarez party. Maybe they won't go there because they'll see those tough fixtures around the corner. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, my week, Ali, uh, how many points did I get? Let's have a look. I don't actually know the answer to this. Uh, 29. 29. Oh, I've still got Turner to play. Still got Turner to play. Um, if Turner plays, his wife has just, or partner's just had a baby. So there is a chance Turner doesn't play, but I think it will happen. And there's also a chance Turner loses his spot. Um, well, he probably will. I don't think he'll lose it just yet, though. So fingers crossed. Uh, Forest have a Greek keeper, the Greek number one, ready and waiting. He was the Benfica number one for the last few seasons. Really, really good keeper. He's not been bought to sit on the bench. So if you own Turner, just beware of that. Um, yeah, my loose plans, I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if I'll consider bringing Rashford back in or going Jackson to Hoyland. I like the idea of a Darwin punt, but so much will depend on what I see in the Champions League on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, so, yeah. Your team should be looking fine for next game week. Uh, apart, I couldn't even roll, couldn't I? Yeah, apart from uh, you know Spurs asset that will be blanking against Arsenal, but uh, <laughs> I like that fixture for the, goals. I like I like the, the Arsenal derby, the North London derby for goals. That one. Yeah, the rest of your team looks absolutely fine. With the Stupinian coming back into your team, I think you uh, they play against Bournemouth. Mitomo is still there, so. Your team looks good for next game week. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, Not happy with the rank, but you know, it's early doors, as we said. Guys, there's over 550 of you watching, which is awesome. If you're new around here, me and Ali do this every Sunday at this time. So 7 to like 7.45. So we're a little bit later tonight. Um, So do make sure that's a note for your diary. Um, Ali, where can we check you out? You're on Twitter. You've written a book. Tell us a little bit about what you've been, uh, where, where we can find you. Um, I'm on Twitter. My uh, Twitter handle is right on screen at FBL Guns. So um, I've written a book about uh, my journey last 
uh, yeah, and uh, the way I played, the technique and the basic principles I've been following uh, throughout my four years of FPL career. And um, basically, it's a good uh, read. It won't take you long. It's only a, a couple of hour read. And uh, it's on my page. The uh, access link is on my page. You can uh, purchase it and uh, get the download to your email so it's easy to access easy to read it's just overall uh, the way i feel about fpl the way i approach the game and uh, how i won it last year so love that if yeah if you are new around here me and ali have titled the show fpl winners because ali is an fpl winner and the year before so he won fpl last year the year before that 215th yeah um absolute pedigree ali we'll be following your journey this season on this very stream make sure you're subscribing to fantasy football scout guys and if you fancy following me i'm also on twitter um i wrote a not so good book three or four years ago uh, so by ali's it's way more in date um but you can also check me out on youtube i've got my own youtube channel which again is affiliated with fantasy football scout so you can follow me uh, or subscribe um which i've just put my little name in the chat uh you can click on that button and subscribe i do lives every now and then as well um so yeah guys note for your diary sunday nights me and ali 7 p.m but stay tuned to fantasy football scout for the rest of the week's action because there is scout cast there is burning questions there's all the team news stuff uh there's loads of there's the the goals expected stuff every day there is beautiful content on this channel so make sure you're subscribing and enjoying but for now, he's been Ali, I've been Janny, and we've, well, we've tried to be FPL winners. Good night, guys. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>